This is a great start for us to see what we still need to work on. These are happy tears, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, shut up. Shut up. Well, well, well. What a sporting weekend we had last weekend. Another bumper sporting weekend across all fronts. From Serena Williams finally saying goodbye. What memories uh, we'll cherish of seeing her in action uh, since, I don't know, when was it the 2000s or so? Max Verstappen once again in front of his home crowd, winning yet another Grand Prix. What about the Springboks? Mampimpi. Uh, once again, they showed their uh, first victory uh, down under in Australia in over, uh, was it nine years or so? The last time was in 2013. Well, this is another episode of Team Spirit Podcast, proudly brought to you by City Press. This is your weekly one-stop sporting analysis podcast, where everything goes without fear or favor. So, I've already mentioned that we had a memorable weekend, but that's not enough as we look forward to another week. But as always, uh, I'm not alone and with my my men here, Mr. Daniel Mutuahai, a.k.a. the 12th man. Trumpis, welcome, my brother. Thank you very much. Uh, as always, Team Spirit, it's always nice to be here on your Hot seat. Well, uh, is it 9-0? Was it 6-0? Was it 4-0? I'm not even sure how many goals uh, Brazil scored uh, against Banyana Banyana. So since Friday at, at Orlando Stadium, we saw some silly mistakes from our team. On Monday, again, uh, in Devon, another hammering. The bad thing is that we didn't even score a goal. What did you make of Banyana's uh, outing with Brazil? Well, uh, in my view, I don't think we really need to be harsh on our girls. Uh, yeah, it was a typical show that uh, brought to the fore the levels, the levels spirit. I mean, fresh from being crowned the African champions, I think Banyana needed a reality check. Remember, we are building up now for the World Cup. So it's good to lose by 9 nil. well, on aggregate. From the... Uh, way before the actual tournament than uh, at the tournament because I think that's uh, some sort of reality check that we needed and I'm glad that it came nice and early. So I think there were some good lessons to take from this Brazil game. But what exactly do you think uh, this really uh, got out of the two games? Yes, uh, it was not at the World Cup. It's good. It's a good preparations, but some harsh lessons, uh, I would think. Yeah, well, for starters, remember Brazil. Brazil is like your typical football country where it seems like everyone was born to play this game. And they've got everything for them. Everyone is uh, walking around with a soccer ball in their hands. They've got the academies. And remember, some of these players are playing in decent leagues across the world. Well, we've got a few of ours who are also playing abroad. So I think it's also... Uh, we need to, like I say, reality check to look even at the structures that we have. Remember, our league is not even at that level of being called a professional league. And um, uh, some some examples that I can make, uh, we have our so-called experienced players signing a contract abroad uh, over the age of 30. For instance, Nokumato, when she got her first break overseas, she was already uh, way into her 30s. And then you've got those Brazil girls. I mean, yeah, they've been there. They 
you could see that uh, there were fluid, fluid just rolling. And uh, I think some of the things that we need to learn from them is that, you know, you, you don't just build up in a game. Of course, you need to score goals. And to do that, you really need to be uh, consistent in your approach. And I think that's what even Banyana liked, actually, when they won the tournament. Remember, it was just only one game where they won by more than two goals. And then from there, we, we just squeezed in uh, with narrow margins. But mentally, uh, psychologically, I mean, losing by such a, a wide margin, uh, suppose we meet uh, Brazil again at the World Cup because we, we still don't have the draw. Won't this depress them or to say this time we know what to expect, we are ready for them? Naturally, you know, an undisputed champion, <laughs> the moment they get knocked out, you know, like you took something out of them. You obviously it will it will have some bearing in their confidence, but it will only will only get to see how much this has affected them psychologically when they go to their next game. But uh, remember, like the, uh, with the national team, there's always this uh, uh, long gap before they play their next game. But uh, yeah, naturally, this would have done something to to their heads, especially if you look at at, at the goalkeeper last night, Kaylin Swart. She was equally uh, uh, culpable, you know, for, for, for some of the goals because uh, those errors, I mean, at that level, she, she, she should have known better. She's an experienced keeper for that match. Well, let's hope uh, it's a lesson learned. Uh, the less said about uh, the goalkeeper, the better. Let's hope they will bounce back. Uh, I mean, you can see the goal in the opening five minutes. You know, uh, that's uh, disastrous. Anyway, back to uh, domestic football. What's happening at Maruma Gallant? Do they still have a coach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's only... At Marumo Gallant, where, like in your next match, you'll see a head coach being listed as the assistant coach. And that's where I sense the trouble there. Well, initially, I thought maybe uh, it was a typo error, but you know, that typo became a reality when we saw the actual bench that, uh, in fact, the coach was not there. So, uh, Romain Falls' situation, uh, leaving Marumo uh, Gallants in a half, continued to show us, uh, you know, some some uh, lack of professionalism at some clubs. I mean, how do you do that? And and of course, the coach hi highlighted, uh, I mean, raised some of his concern, saying that there was meddling, some interference in uh, in technical matters. I mean, he was told to change his lineup before the game, and he honestly said, I mean, that's what not his contract says. How often do we hear about uh, uh, club owners, people interfering in technical matters? You know, we need. To, I think we need to applaud uh, the coach for ha having said uh, what he said, because uh, not many coaches will come out and say, this is what really happened until when they are out. I think uh, this is the kind of coaches that we need in the country who can stand up uh, against their club owners or their bosses and say, you know, this is my territory, please don't interfere. Because for me, I think 
club bosses are not there when the team is training. There is only the, the technical team. But for them to come and change uh, uh, the lineups on the day of the match, it's uncalled for, it's unprofessional, and it's an unbecoming behavior. So the question is, how many are like this young boy? I, I think I, I qualify to call him young because he's still younger than me. I think I'm 10 years over, uh, older than him anyway. Uh, that's a subject for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we've heard about these things. It's not the first time that uh, it's, it's happening, but uh, people don't talk about it. But let's see, let's watch the space and see what's happening with this one, whether he'll be back as a head coach or he's been demoted. Yeah, we don't know, but I don't see him coming back. Yeah. Absolutely, there's no coming back there. I mean, the man, uh, the young man, put it bluntly that it was a breach of contract from the side of the club. I mean, how do you? Do they interfere on something that, uh, according to their contract, he was supposed to be the one in charge of technical matters, not the management? Okay, uh, you know, there are two things that uh, I thought we'll touch on relating to Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, one is pertaining to the DC case. Uh, I saw your story you, that you wrote last week that they've been called to appear before the PSL DC to answer a charge of uh, supporters' misbehavior when they invaded the pitch. Last week we touched a bit on the, the Danny Craven uh, Stadium where after the final whistle, even before, you know, I did say in my column that it was a disaster waiting to happen. Are you surprised that the away team uh, have been called to answer for their supporters' misbehavior? Yeah, no, of course, it's puzzling why Chiefs, for starters, as uh, the team that was not actually the home team, is the first to be charged on something that happened far away from their home, uh, yet Stellenbosch have not been charged with anything. So, But I guess... Um, you know, it's just uh, a guesswork from the league, if I may call it, if I may put it that way, seeing that maybe it's because of the Chiefs supporters dominated and people were wearing yellow colors and all of a sudden it's blamed on Chiefs, uh, uh, that pitch invasion is blamed on Chiefs. So I think um, uh, the league had actually not started well in investigating this matter by... Um, someone in chiefs first uh, before they appear before the DC. So what should happen next uh, if chiefs is playing away in Polokwane? They should be, make sure that the security is tight. Is that was what what the, is this what the league is saying? Well, remember that game being a cup game. It was the PSL's responsibility to make sure that uh, safety and security measures were in place in that game, and it not. It is not necessarily uh, the duty of the home team, like I say, because it was the PSL was the event organizer in this case. So the PSL is equally to blame because they must also come out to say uh, where did it all go wrong, other than you know just hiring and call just one party before his disciplinary committee. I think we'll we'll watch this one closely. But finally, uh, still on Chiefs. In Jabulio Blom, there's an issue of a contract it brought back the issues of uh, Bruce Vuma, the contract issue that what should happen when a, a development player signs a professional uh, contract? Because the issue of the monetary compensation once again uh, it came to the fore. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, it, it looks like Chiefs didn't learn from their previous season, uh, previous 
from the previous lessons because remember even at the time when it came out that uh, uh, Bruce Vuma I mean meaning the goals for such a big club was still earning something like uh, five grand remember he was called the 5k man I think it's also upon uh, the clubs themselves to make sure that they do the right things uh, remember like you you move from a junior contract and I I guess the minute you step into the elite league as a you know first team first team player you need uh, there should be some improvement on the contract i mean we've seen that happening in europe and here we are talking about chiefs the teams that should be setting a good example considering you know their long history of being those clubs that are regarded as you know the more professional side in our league so they can do better on that aspect yet we blame we blame the likes of sundowns when they give uh, players more money maybe is a way that, that that's how it should go because to avoid situations like this it will be a shame for chiefs to lose a player like blom whom they developed from scratch up until now but uh, if they don't do the right things players are still going to leave sure i agree 100% and uh, remember chiefs have that long history of losing their own development players we've seen how most of them you know they go via loans and then all of a sudden they just disappear and instead of coming back home at chiefs and then they they get snapped by other teams elsewhere and uh, in some instances they are forced to buy their the very same players that they developed so i think uh, with the Bl- uh, blom issue they sort of put themselves uh, under a similar risk of losing such a v- valuable player even better for someone who they had invested so much on him over the years to 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 get him to be the player he is today well that's another one that will be uh, watching closely to see uh, how far or how it's going to be resolved i think that's all we have uh, for you uh, this morning we'll be bringing you all the hits, the misses, and predictions from the sporting field every Tuesday. Uh, simply visit our website, citypress.co.za, for more sporting course stories. And join the conversation on our social media platforms. Re mutuwa haiki ulebu ilera. Ulebu kana unkone, lena kwe itang.